This is the Lindsay Talks Tech Podcast, and on today's episode, we're getting personal and taking a look at my own personal journey, how it started, the struggles, successes, and the lessons I wish I would have known sooner. Welcome to Lindsay Talks Tech, a podcast about using tech to simplify, systematize, and automate your business so you can save hours each week. I'm your host, Lindsay Allison, tech and system specialist and VA mentor for female entrepreneurs just like you. I hope to inspire you and show you that you don't have to do it alone. I'll be here with you every week sharing my best tips and advice for creating a beautiful, thriving, and automated business and holding nothing back. So go grab your cup of tea and let's dive into today's episode. This episode is really special to me because I have a chance to look back at everything that has brought me to this point. I will say that my business is far from perfect and far from where I want it to be, but I am proud of my journey and work so far. I feel like people like to sugarcoat and only show their highlight reel on social media, and it can be so defeating for people just starting out. You know, it can make them feel like it is unattainable for them in their business. So before we jump into my business journey, I would love to share a little bit about my childhood because I think it will tie everything together. So my parents divorced when I was four years old and sometime afterwards, I honestly don't remember like how long we moved in with my grandparents. It is actually my mom's stepdad and I'm just going to tell you that he is a saint for dealing with us four women, my Nana, mom, and younger sister. We're Italian, we're stubborn, and you know, we were just a package deal with with Nana. Um, My grandpa is an aerospace engineer and he has been retired for years now, but I swear that he works just as much as ever because he loves what he does and he is a super valuable asset in his field. He is 85, I believe. I am terrible with ages, but he is around that. Like nothing can slow him down when it comes to his work. And I would like to think that I am his favorite grandchild. I mean, I have never heard him deny it, by the way. But I think this stems from the fact that we lived with them for so long and I was always interested in learning. I was that weird kid in elementary school who asked for more homework, and I remember I even asked for, like, hooked on phonics. I can't remember if it was for my birthday or if it was for Christmas, and I would be up in my room teaching myself how to read, Uh, you know, got the boxcar children books, and just learning and doing that stuff was always big for me. I was never really the girl who played with Barbies. Um, It did come into play a little bit later when I was playing with my younger sister. She's four years younger. I personally just really loved to read and learn, and I still do to this day. You know, my grandpa and I would do things such as fix cars, do electrical work around the house, use his wood shop, talk about space. He even showed me the plans to the space station back in the day when it was like being built and stuff. And he took me to space camp and I loved it all. 
But I have to say that my journey to entrepreneurship and this like online world really started when I was 11 years old. He surprised me with my first computer. There was a catch though. We had to build it. He had all of the pieces, including like the motherboard laid out on the pool table in the game room and we put it all together and then we loaded all of the software. It was such a fun experience. Don't ask me how to do it. Like today, I don't remember, but I remembered really enjoying spending that time with him and learning a new skill. And I think I am the only grandchild he did that with because when my sister turned 11, we were fortunate enough that he just bought us both new computers. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they were desktop back in in the day still. I don't think they were laptops yet. So um, it was just, it was just amazing. And that first computer, like my, the first computer though, that was my very own was a huge turning point in my life. I discovered those drag and drop doll websites. I don't know if you remember those where there was dolls and you would like drag like shoes and different hairstyles and different heads, different bodies and different outfits. And um, this was back when Neopets was really big. And I think you could still do some coding to those pages. And there was just so much fun stuff that existed back then. But what interested me the most was learning how to create those websites myself. I was the only 11-year-old that I knew who had her own website. I taught myself to code by inspecting the code on websites and using Notepad. And I am talking the very basic Notepad that comes with all like Windows computers that literally is just text and nothing else. It wasn't like the fancy one that highlights where there is code or like when you start typing a code puts the ending brackets on it, nothing like that, totally basic. And that's how I taught myself to code. So as you can see, I have always been interested in learning and I was always a self-starter. But back then, I didn't see how all of that could turn into a career like in the website type space, which if you think about it now is just completely laughable because so many things are online and you can make a whole career out of being a web designer and creating businesses online like we do today. So let's fast forward a little bit. When I got to college, I had trouble choosing a major. I think this stemmed from that I taught myself to code so early. I was really into those websites all through sometime in high school. And then I kind of burnt myself out a little bit because I was doing so much. And I was in a business program in high school my first two years. And I... I loved it. We basically had to create business plans and come up with products and stuff. And it was super fun thing to do in high school. So when I did get to college, I first thought I wanted to do business. I loved that business program in my high school. And I just thought, sure, that is a great path to take. Well, 
it all fell apart. That businessy route all fell apart. My first semester at a community college when I had to take business math. And there is no shame here, but there were people having issues adding and subtracting decimals. And after coming from calculus and excelling at it, uh, math like my favorite subject, it was so unbearable for me. And unfortunately, it was a required course and I couldn't do it at eight in the morning. I don't think I could have done it at any time during the day. It was miserable. So I'm like, hey, I really like this math stuff. I really like programming. Let's go to, um, being a crazy person, computer engineering with a computer science minor. That felt so much more my speed. I loved it. I remember when I was doing like the freshman level classes at the University of Denver, you basically, they were a quarter system and each quarter had a different focus. So for the mechanical engineering, we had to build like a spaghetti like crane. So there was obviously a motorized piece of it, but you had to build a crane out of spaghetti and glue and it had to be able to withhold a certain amount of weight, super fun. Then the electrical engineering where you got to play with electrical wires. This is the one that I'm like least knowledgeable at and don't remember that much. But I do know that we had to, programming is not the right word, but you had to do wires to create like a keyboard to create different sounds. And then for the computer engineering one, um, it was basically programming. It was kind of like a remote control car instead of, except instead of using a remote, you had to program it using binary code to stay a certain distance away from the wall. So if it got too close, it would have to adjust its course and go a little bit farther. If it got too far, it would have to adjust its course and go a little bit closer. Um, that one I nailed because I was in programming. Um, I took a bunch of computer science classes in addition to those engineering classes. It was literally heaven, but I was going through so much personal stuff. I was engaged and I was planning a wedding and there was just a lot of stuff. And on a quarter system, it was so much stuff. But I also felt like something was missing. I just wasn't using as much of the creative side of my brain as I wanted or really that I needed to. I have found that I am a person who needs to use both sides of her brain. I definitely lean to the more technical, logical, but I do need to be creative in some way. And that is when I discovered blogging back in 2010. I still remember the first blog I found. It was called Sugar Laws. It was about a lawyer who loved to cook and she shared recipes and fashion and stuff like that. It doesn't exist anymore. Somebody bought the domain, and but it's not the same. I think her name was Katie. It's not the same person who owns it anymore, but that's what inspired me. So during this time, I like decided to start a blog and I'm going to be very honest here. I just couldn't keep up with that. And I tried multiple times over the years. I couldn't find a name that I really liked. So I changed over and over and over. And that was my way of procrastinating, right? Because the name's not as important as the content, but that was my way of procrastinating. And I just couldn't get out of my shell enough to have a lifestyle blog and take pictures of myself. And I was really interested in fashion um, and stuff as well. But I 
could not get out of my shell enough to really do any of that stuff. So during this time, I was also going to school. I was going to college. Um, College took me almost eight years because I kept moving. I'm from California, and I started at community college here. Then I went to the University of Denver, and then I got married, and we came back, and I went back to community college, and I finished up some, like, associate's degrees, and then we went back to Colorado to a different school, and, you know, it just took me so long to decide what I wanted to do and changing schools and changing my major. Then it finally hit me one night that I needed to do something that challenged both the creative and technical side of my brain that also helped me get out of my my shell. Because like I said, I had attempted that lifestyle blog and it just, it was not working whatsoever. So I randomly changed my major from computer engineering to convergent journalism one year right before registration. So this was, this was actually right before I was starting school again in Colorado. And I actually had got in as computer science. And then when I was going to register, that's when I could have chosen the computer engineering classes. But the school I went to had a very reputable journalism program. It was very well known in the state of Colorado. Great teachers. It was a fantastic program. So I switched it and I decided to do convergent journalism, which was kind of like a choose your own degree, like create your own degree major at the time because it was brand new. And I have to say it was truly the best decision that I ever made. And I was so nervous because I am so much like my grandpa and I wanted to do engineering and stuff just like him. And I thought I was going to be disappointing everybody by switching from engineering to journalism. They loved me. They, they did not care, but that, you know, that was going through my head, but I was so excited that I got to create my, my own degree. I got to use all of my website design and development classes towards that degree, as well as add in some marketing, some finance classes, as well as I took the like journalism, like the reporting classes um, that that you have to take with any journalism degree. And then I made sure to take all of the magazine writing and magazine design because I really wanted to do something like with fashion magazines. That still would have been an incredible dream of mine, but I don't know how feasible that is because I have a lot of stuff and trying to move to New York with my two cats and I would not give them up for anything. You know, I don't know how feasible that 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 would have been. And I'm very happy with where I am now. But like, so I took all of those magazine writing and design classes. I took all of the PR classes. And then I also threw in some photography classes. So some regular photography classes, some photojournalism classes. And it was gearing me up for basically exactly what I am doing now. And I didn't even realize it at the time. Once I finally graduated, I got a few jobs. I started as an admin, like I moved back home to California and I worked as an admin at a commercial architecture firm. They were friends of my dad and I was only there for a few months because then I got the opportunity to work full-time as an assistant to a designer for a fashion brand because as I mentioned, I was really interested in fashion and I had previously interned for a magazine. It wasn't a fashion magazine, um, but I previously interned for like a young adults magazine. Then I interned for the fashion director 
at a magazine in Colorado. Uh, I think she worked for 5280, but I was not an intern for the magazine. I was an intern for her specifically because she did her own stuff around fashion, have some great memories from it. And then I worked, uh, interned over summer at a PR firm, fashion PR firm in LA. And I, I, you know, I loved it. And he had recommended me for this job because I really wanted to work in fashion. It wasn't a magazine and it just, it was not the right fit for me. It was not the right environment for me. I only lasted three months and then I, I quit. Um, and it was very, very hard. It was a, a hard decision. And so I ended up getting a temp job and they ended up hiring me. And I was a national marketing assistant for a home builder in the U.S. I was at their national headquarters and it turned out to be an amazing job. I actually really loved it. But I did start to get bored because we were at the national level. So we were kind of like dictating it to our districts um, or like the, the locations. And we weren't doing much of it. So like I would always get asked, well, what do you want to do? And I'd say, oh, I would love to work on some SEO or work on some social media. Oh, but we outsource that or we do that. And I 100% get it because it was a big national firm. But I was kind of stuck in my box. And then the company went through a merger. And this is where it all like really went downhill. Um, My boss changed and we just really didn't get along that well. I was in California. She was in Florida. And I have nothing against her as a person whatsoever. I just think like she already had one of me with her in Florida. And I don't think she needed me or necessarily wanted me. Like there's no hard feelings but I got super stressed and I ended up um, leaving that job because it was no longer a good fit. It was giving me so much stress and anxiety and I was trying to build my own business. And it just, you know, I will admit I quit prematurely. My business was in no place for me to be supporting myself. But, you know, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself and have that flexibility. So, I kind of mentioned that while I was working at the home builder, I did start my business in July of 2016. And I actually started as a graphic designer because I have that background in design. Remember, I took web design and web development classes as well as magazine design and some graphic design classes. But I quickly got bored (laughs) and I started to take on more tasks that people would ask of me and they tended to be more technical tasks, so website tasks. Um... And like those system related tasks. And I basically got myself into the opposite situation I did in college. In college, I was focusing too much on technical before I switched my major and I needed more creative. Well, I got myself into my business where I was primarily just using the creative side of my brain and wasn't using my technical side. And I got so bored. So let's fast forward to almost seven years and May of 2023. And here I am now a funnel and system strategist and tech VA mentor. And it hasn't been a straightforward or easy path. Like, you know, I'm going to be very honest with that. I wish I was farther than I was. And, you know, it takes a lot of internal reflection, though, to realize why you may not be in the place you want to. And that's okay. Like I said, I am all about getting raw and real on this podcast and being super 
open with you guys because I think it's important. But I want to share some things that have happened since I started my business. I have worked with over 150 clients during this time, both one-on-one like personal clients and clients that I have worked with because I've worked for an agency. I've lost clients, some due to mistakes, others for no reason at all. Some hurt worse than others. But all of them, no matter the situation, was a learning experience. And trust me, if you are just getting started, you are going to lose clients too. It is a natural part of the process. So I don't want you to get discouraged if that happens. And don't get discouraged if you make a mistake or something. It happens. It's a growing process as you're creating your business. And you need to use all of them as learning experiences. I have also pivoted more than once. I started as graphic design, then went more towards website design and development, then went towards kind of more generally type VA work to more tech VA to now more funnel work. You know, you can pivot and evolve and niche down I've changed my offers more than once. I've rebranded. When I started my business, I was called Blog Me Lovely because I was really focused on helping bloggers and their social media design. So different from what I'm doing now. I quit my job at that home builder to focus on my business only to have to get a job a year later because like I said, I was in no position to quit my job and support myself. Um, but then after getting another job, I was able to quit it six months later to focus full-time on my business. That one was a little bit of a leap of fate, but I was in a position where I had more focus and more of a foundation built at that point. Um, I haven't had to get a job, like another job since. And I also want to add in here though, If you have to get a job, whether it's a full-time or a part-time to supplement, there is nothing wrong with that. I know plenty of people who have job jobs and then their business is kind of their side hustle and they're still making a ton in their business um, and they just love doing both. There is no like right or wrong here, but it's been a roller coaster. The one thing I can say is that I have never given up. Even though sometimes I might have felt like I've wanted to, but perseverance and believing in yourself is one of the best things you can do for you and your business. I, again, may not be 100% where I want to be in my business. I am still working on pivoting from solely focusing on client work. Like last year, I still think about 95% of my, 95% of my income came from client work to doing more high-end project-based work and teaching and coaching. And I am not giving up. I am working on that pivot and I am putting my all into it. And part of that is having this podcast to get my voice out and help more people and spread my message. Um, I know what I need to do to make that happen. And I've learned that being an entrepreneur is the biggest challenge and lesson a person can go through You will always be learning if you choose this route. You will not always be learning about your craft and about business, but you are going to be learning and growing as a person. It like nothing has challenged myself as a person and has provided more learning experiences than being 
a business owner. It is what truly helped me get out of my shell a little bit. I am still an introvert and I am still more on the shyer end of things because, you know, shy and introversion aren't the exact same thing. One has to do with how you recharge, um, being an introvert. The other one is how you like interact. And when you're around meeting new people, like I am still pretty shy, but this has helped me get out of my shell. Um, And I can promise you, you are never going to be bored with all of the opportunity that awaits you if you choose and continue to choose this entrepreneurial path. So I hope that you enjoyed hearing about my personal and business journey. I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is Lindsay Allison. And tell me the biggest lesson you've learned from being an entrepreneur, like that you've learned from your journey. I think when you connect and share these stories with like when we do it with one another, we learn that we're not alone and we're so much more similar than we think. And you can find the complete show notes over at lindsayallison.com slash episode dash three. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today on the Lindsay Talks Tech Podcast. I am so very grateful that you are here, and I hope that this podcast is an inspiring and educational break from what I'm sure is a super busy day. It means the world to me. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag me in it, or personally share it with somebody you know could benefit from it. Also, if you are loving this podcast, be sure to let me know by subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. That's it for this episode. Be sure to keep an eye out for new episodes every Wednesday. See you next time.